0: Hello, welcome to another Drive In Double Feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get anything, we got a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive and double feature podcast. It's just a fun little conversation between Nathan and myself where we play a couple of fun games, having a good time, having some laughs, mm-hmm. just something extra for you patrons out there. And uh, we just want to let us know what you think. You, what kind of extra content would you like to see out of that? But yeah. uh, uh, if you choose not to support it, do not worry because it doesn't affect your regular content. But. Today on Thursday, continuing Bonzilla, it's going to be our Godzilla movie of the week. And it is 1973's Godzilla versus Megalon, directed by returning director June Fukuda. Nice. uh, Yeah, it is a, a continuation of June Fukuda's. Um, directorial um, lineage in the Godzilla series. The original idea that I kind of spoke about in uh, the Gaigan episode where they're kind of toying with the idea of Megalon coming in and Megalon does make his first appearance as the uh, main antagonist, main Kaiju in here and we get a returning Gaigan as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nathan, uh, if anything is like in terms of silliness or campiness about the series, I, I can't think of another movie in the series where it's just like the camp
1: is just way, way up. It's oh yeah, it's crazy. You you thought like the um the smog monster one had like its camp moments. This one is uh <laughs> this one had me laughing. This one <laughs> it's so weird. This one is I've probably thought about more after watching it than most of her other godzilla movies just certain moments keep popping into my head after watching it it's yeah just, i love camp we love camp here
0: yes absolutely i mean you know i i really this one like i never owned it on vhs so i never got to really watch this one so i really uh I didn't really get to see this as part of my childhood. And mm-hmm. honestly, I bet I really, I really wish I did see it because mm-hmm. I can't imagine like how hyped I would have been watching this, this movie. Cause I mean, it's yeah. just, it's such a kooky little movie. I mean, they make no bones about it. This is very much like a kid's movie.
1: Yeah. And yeah, this
0: one, especially like, I mean, if you thought some of the plots before were like paper thin, this I, this is about as lean as it gets for a story. Yes,
1: I, actually, it's so wild to me to hear that you didn't watch this one as a kid because I thought about this and I was like, oh, yeah, Child Ryan probably loved this one. Just like the setup and. The way Godzilla, like, it's almost, he, like, we'll talk about it later, but it feels like a wrestling match at the end of the movie. And I was like, wow, no wonder Ryan liked this one. And you didn't even watch it.
0: No, and I didn't even watch it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'm going to lay the cards on the table. I love this one. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. Um, honestly, it's like i think had i seen this movie uh before i saw hedora or around the same time i think mm-hmm. this one might have been like my favorite and yeah um and which is funny to say because literally like almost every piece of like criticism or like people talking about this movie it everyone's like oh yeah it's like the worst or one of the worst godzilla movies and I'm like, I just, I mean, I don't see that, honestly. I mean, it's like I've, I've, we've watched almost all of them at this point. I'm like, there's no way this is the worst one.
1: Yeah. Um. I, I'll be honest with you, I, I can see it. I totally can, personally, from from my point of view, because I did finish this movie, and I really there there are parts of this that I do think are a bit funky. Uh, that I don't, they're a bit odd. But I think when it comes down to camp and the Godzilla fight scenes themselves, those rock, those are what keeps coming up. My actually view of this movie has gone up after watching it. It's like one of the, if you ever had a movie, you watch it and then you just think about it more and you come to like it, the more you think about it. Yeah. That was the same
0: experience me for one of the other movies we did, which was, uh, the velvet vampire. Mm, yeah. Which yeah. was, uh, where I was just like I was like I don't know if I like that at all but then I kept thinking about it more and more and that's like let me rewatch this movie and then I'm like <laughs> okay I'm starting to like this more but
1: yeah um um I really wish uh, it, it was kind of a short week cuz I would have watched the American version who knows if that's any good but I did I do want to go back to this one um but we'll get into maybe some of the things I didn't like the first time I watched it
0: yeah i i watched it twice yeah so i watched it once with you know as its own thing and then i watched it again with the commentary oh yeah yeah so uh and that's if i do any sources it's going to be from the godzilla versus megalon commentary and it's going to be from the big action bill video Mm -hmm. that i uh, that i watched as well so anything that's where i'm getting my sources from
1: gotcha and i'm gonna bet you david callett doesn't like this one does he uh, no he does not okay <laughs> yeah. dang um no and i mean i i will get it uh just to kind of say they they use stock footage in this one and if you watch all of these in a row like we are i knew exactly where this like i felt like s- some of the other ones hit it better this one uh doesn't doesn't hide it as well like this the part with the satellites and the lasers in the tree that we saw And before which come to find out was a stock footage already from a movie we didn't see you know the gargantuan's Mm -hmm. but still like the film grain changed and i was like okay yeah this is this is kind of rough
0: well yeah and it's there's stuff like they go for godzilla movies where like the godzilla suit is completely different it's like not even close. it's like they'll, they'll like they'll show the one where it's godzilla jumping into the water from Godzilla versus Ebira or like they mm-hmm. show the one where it's like Godzilla versus guygan where it has like, so just the, the suits kind of shift. So it's more keen to guess uh, all monsters attack, I guess in terms of like editing, but it's not mm. that bad. At least it's like, no. at least try to blend it into something new. But I, in my opinion, I think there is enough new, in this movie that it more than makes up for that
1: yeah i i will say when it comes to the fights where i think it is most important i think there's enough new things in the fight sections to make it to to make it work overall um yeah but
0: but... just to give uh, just to give you an idea at the time of why they made those choices it's Mm. just um the Japanese movie industry at this time was in pretty dire straits. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, the studio daie which we'll talk about a lot later is uh, the, the Gamera studio. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they went bankrupt during this time yeah. and all, all these other really famous uh, movie studios were having to go bankrupt. We're not making near as much, even Toho at the time, um, just to give you an idea of what they the dire financial situations they're in is that at one point they had something like 200 contracted actors for Toho. At this point, there was 11.
1: No way. No yeah. way. That's
0: insane. Um, compare this to what they were doing like 10 years before, they were producing around. Seventy-ish movies, um, a year. Mm-hmm. They uh, were down to about thirty about this
1: year. Or so, and and it's it's TV, right? That's that's the big thing. TV is a big killer at this point. So, I mean, you know, right now, like
0: audiences are just like watching all this stuff at home. It's Things like Ultraman and uh, Zone Fighter, like these giant kaiju shows that they can shoot real cheap. Um, they can watch it at home for free. And, you know, like I said, Ultraman was getting to be really popular at this time. So
1: that's when they were like,
0: let's let's try to cash in on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because in America, isn't that what we, like, culturally, we were, the movie studios were really scared that TV would overtake cinema and that never really happened. But it did happen in Japan.
0: Yeah, Japan was very much hurting a lot of times in the 70s, and it was just very crushing. We're at the point where they were just like, ah, "Can we even keep the lights on?" At the yeah. end, and that's so. I mean, like before, you know, like Gaigan, Like I said, you know, they used a lot of stock footage in Gigant too, mm. and but you know, it was such it was such on a paper thin budget that pretty much any profit. At the time, was a good profit, and this one was no exception. They were just like they were given a task of when they were making this Godzilla movie, is just to comb through as much usable stock footage that they can and just make a movie around that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is never a really good way to <laughs> set up making a movie. No, and
0: it's yeah. and at at this point, whatever creative juices are that are involved in Godzilla it's it's more than dried up at this point I mean and I I'll I you know as, as much fun as I did have it, it but this one it does show a lot that there's not a whole lot in terms of <laughs> of like cre- like real creative ideas like like even Sekizawa you know we were I mean we praised really heavily you know his uh, screenplay for Mothra you know we were just we were talking about like you know oh mothra you know that's like that was such a great movie you know it's basically like cut you know the toho's version of like a disney film or something Mm -hmm. like that and the other big thing too was uh the uh oh uh, and then the other you know or like the other instance would be like godzilla versus Ebira, where the Ebara like human plot line is so good that, you know, you could take Godzilla out of it and it'd, it'd still have a pretty decent movie there. And yeah. And like this one, it's like, if you take Godzilla out of Godzilla versus Megalon, it,
1: it, there's almost no movie. There would be no movie. Yeah. That, that was that, I think that was the big thing. And uh, I mean, just the human plot in this, we've come such a long way. There is almost no human plot whatsoever. There are human characters, Things happen with them, but I don't, right now, I couldn't even think about a character trait or like any of their plot or names, really. They kind of, there's only one major thing uh, that I can remember, but we'll talk about that once we get into the movie.
0: The humans in this one, I mean, they are such a non-factor in this one. It's like, it's it's crazy because they didn't, I, I mean, they mentioned this in the, and the uh, commentary and uh, the doc, you know, the, the video I watched, but even watching it, I, it's like so weird. Like they go into like the town and there's like zero people in town. And like, you see almost nobody there. I mean, you could count every single person that speaks in this movie, probably on like both, like all 10 fingers. You could probably, you could do that. And, and the uh and also too there's I don't think there's there's not one woman that speaks in this movie.
1: I don't think so no, <laughs> not at all, which I don't think that's ever been a thing,
0: right no, this is i I thought about that. I'm like, this is the first Godzilla movie that does not have a female character or even like a female speaking part at this point because the only two females that are seen are these dancers and these really strange outfits, and then that's right. And then like this other woman that just stares at a stares at the screen.
1: Yeah, they obviously it, it's definitely the last thing they could think of. They found so, like this footage and then built off of it, and they really didn't think hard when they built off of it.
0: Yeah, and it's it's very clear to see that not many people care. I mean, Jun Fukuda at the time, I mean he uh, he did not like making the Godzilla movies, and he's very hyper of himself like they were talking in the commentary about how uh Stuart Galbraith galbreath uh, actually got the chance to interview june fukuda and like he had to pretty much like coerce him to uh do these uh interviews do the interview because he's just like all my movies are garbage like why would you even want to talk about this he had to like talk like basically talk them off the ledge and be like no they're all good like you know they're great you like I love watching them and <laughs> I'm um, watching it right now <laughs> probably and you know and then he begrudgingly was just like well you know I guess some people like them and mm-hmm. uh one story I will I wanted to share which I heard in the commentary which is really nice is that um the uh apparently like he he did like get his phone number and they were still talking. And then he called him one time and he had just had open heart surgery and mm-hmm. he sounded really weak on the phone. So he ex Stewart actually got like a bunch of fans, like send him like letters, like get well soon things, mm-hmm. and like letting them know about how much these movies mean to him. And he just he said he was obviously very moved and just shocked at like how many people like actually like cared about the movie because That's the other thing, too. Like, this movie is, which I'll talk about later, like, in Japan, like, this movie got almost, like, no press. Like, not many people even paid much attention to it. Like, they even said, like, the guy that plays the scientist brother in this movie, he said, like, while this movie was, going, like, during the time the movie was out, like, nobody gave him an interview. Like, nobody asked him about this movie at all.
1: Oh, my God. No, that that that's rough. (laughs) Like I could, I couldn't even imagine. Like usually, no matter how crappy the movie is, how much like a major studio doesn't care about it, you're gonna get something. They're gonna get something for you.
0: Yeah. Well, this movie, like I said, was just so cheap. They probably like they didn't want to spend any money on promotional material at all.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I can see that. So Um, yeah,
0: that's that's kind of where we're at right now, and like the whole point is just make a movie so you can create all these new action figures. And, you know, there's at least two new action figures that you get add to your collection from
1: this movie. Um, Was one of them, the, the watercraft, the kid is riot driving at the beginning of the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, you like that?
1: The little dolphin boat. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. That was what a weird way to start the movie. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a dolphin in the middle. And then both on both sides of them are two smaller dolphins that paddle in the water and this kid is riding it in, in just the middle of the lake it is the weirdest like thing i've seen in one of these movies
0: everyone always brings up that scene they're just like what, what is that boat he's riding
1: i love it i love it
0: uh such a funny opening to this movie mm-hmm. and uh getting into it you know like i said uh they uh that the there's a big hole all these fissures they're opening around because in the beginning of the movie, there's these explosions oh, on yeah. the monster Island and Godzilla's there. He's it's like, you know, what the hell type of thing. And mm-hmm. an- you get <laughs> to see, you get to see Anguirus. Yeah.
1: yeah Anguirus just, uh he's there for a
0: second and he's gone. And then he, then he falls into an abyss. Yeah.
1: And to never be seen again.
0: Well, i know. just kidding. Till the till the next movie, but
1: (laughs) so he just fell. You know, he fell to the other side of the earth, and then he just swam back over. He just tripped. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, that would make sense. That would be on character. Uh, but
0: Uh, but, no, yeah. That so there's some type of explosion going on, Mm -hmm. and they uh, and then what a way what. This one it just and then just immediately takes like a hard right turn in this movie, like in terms of the plot, because mm-hmm. they uh, it turns out underground there is a underground civilization of sea mm-hmm. people that once lived on this continent that sank to the to the ocean, mm-hmm. and the way they've survived this whole time is they've gotten they've gotten a giant air bubble trapped <laughs> around their continent and then they've been living in there with artificial sunlight
1: yeah it's that easy uh, i wish we would solve the our issues or climate issues by doing this i, I it's definitely doable but no it takes this left-hand turn it's so silly uh and that's i watched this after i watched the spy Who loved me it was like oh of course we got another underwater plot here i wish yeah. th- Uh, Go ahead. I was just, it's funny.
0: Like we usually that, that how these movies, like there's usually at least one similarity between bond and these, and the the Godzilla movie that we do.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like there's even earlier bond movies that just like feel like a bond movie. They kind of play off of it. Um, I mean, this one takes a more harder sci-fi route to it because um, of course they can call upon a uh, beetle. Uh, giant beetle-like monster named megalon uh, which i don't think bond ever fought megalon unless i'm mistaken I, I haven't seen them all Well,
0: yeah classic rogue gallery it's megalon
1: oh okay I... well we'll get there we'll get there
0: <laughs> uh no i yeah they, they they open up with that and they mm-hmm. you see that and just so like they like i said it's it it's probably like one of the more impressive sets honestly like and like a Godzilla movie where it's just like this entire shrine or like underground looking city it's like these women mm-hmm. with what would you just say like the like weird shark
1: fin looking things on their head yeah yeah no I, I that's what i would say it's definitely a unique look I, I do like them all i like actually i really like the main dude i think he's got a cool unique like look to him just himself um but robert
0: robert dunham is his robert name Donham, and,
1: yeah and it's he uh
0: he's an interesting guy like even in mm. by himself because he has been in some of these movies that we've talked about before, he was like a police sergeant and the mantra movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in other kaiju movies. He was like in that like weird group of people that I that we mentioned before where I told you about where it's like these group of foreigners that just live in Japan and they just get cast in like all these Japanese movies as Americans. He was one of those types of guys.
1: Gotcha. Like, and, oh, we just need a white dude. Let's get him in here. <laughs>
0: pretty much, but he did actually speak fluent Japanese as well, but they still
1: dubbed him over that. That's humiliating. Imagine working so hard to learn a second language just for them to dub you over. Yeah. And when they
0: interviewed him about it, he's like made a very clear, like, that's not my voice. Like, do not say that's my voice. That is definitely
1: not me speaking. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. I I, I could see that being really uh, kind of humiliating in a way. Um, But I think, I think he's pretty good. Um, he doesn't really do much, uh, but no,
0: but it's just so weird. It's like a mustachioed hairy guy with a giant tattoo on his arm.
1: Yeah. That's just... You usually don't see that in these movies.
0: Just like a we're like like okay, it looks cool, but I don't I don't get it, but
1: yeah. Um there's also like other villains. And one of them is there's another guy who's who's white, right, in the group. Uh, the one that kidnaps the little boy. Uh,
0: well, he's he's half Swedish, half Japanese. Oh, so uh, okay. The the guy with the beard, right? You're talking yes, about? Yes, yes,
1: yeah. Wolf Wolf Oski or whatever. Wolf Oski, sweet name. <laughs> yeah. Um. But okay, cool. I no, but. There's like this whole plot line around them um with the human characters. This is actually where Jet Jaguar kind of gets brought into the mix. They talk about a robot they've made and um yeah, we get introduced. I knew about Jet Jaguar before this movie. Big deal. Yeah. And the rumor at the time was is that
0: like this was supposed to be like a Jet Jaguar movie, but they thought Still he wasn't. Kind of is but they they thought he wasn't strong enough which is why they put in godzilla but mm-hmm. that turned out to be i think pretty much debunked is that yeah it was very much supposed to be the two of them together but the history of jet jaguar is very very interesting to say mm-hmm. the least it's um so uh toho um super productions the the company that did like a bunch of those TV, like the Ultraman like shows and the uh, department store, say you teamed up and they're like, Hey kids, like send in your monster designs. Whoever has the best monster design, he's going to be put into a movie. Mm -hmm. And so after getting all these submissions turned in, they finally got a submission and they actually revealed it on a TV show. And, the design they went with was done by a kid, and he called it. And there's some. It's called Red Alone.
1: Mm-hmm. Red and, Alone.
0: Yeah. And um, he. It was like this bat-looking. It's hard to describe on a on a podcast, but <laughs> it's 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 very much like it's like this white red design that with like these giant bat wings and ears. Mm -hmm. type of thing and that's the one that won and but when they introduced the monster on stage like in a full like costume it didn't look anything like the kid drew like they had like all like a completely different color scheme like didn't didn't look a thing like how it was and you haven't seen it because i don't I don't think the clip exists anymore, but it's like apparently the kid was so upset that he had to be like
1: consoled on air. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, I get it. That would be horrible. Like like winning a contest, your creative vision, and then they just take it away from you like that. Horrible. Just just to do whatever they want.
0: And then the final result of what that monster turned into, which would eventually turn into Jet Jaguar, because, you know, at the time they were like, well, let's just make an Ultraman. Let's make our own Ultraman. So mm-hmm. they made it just different enough to where it didn't look like him. And, but if you, if I showed you the first design for Jet Jaguar versus what he finally looked like in the movie, it wouldn't, you would like, that's based off of that. Like you wouldn't even think that that was the same character. So you just imagine like the kid goes to the theater and it just doesn't even look like, the monster you even started out as like not even that second design that they came out with that there was like that upset him then it's like even more so <laughs> edited to look completely different
1: that's funny man they ruined that kid's life yeah
0: <laughs> who knows he's probably rolled man up somewhere he's just oh, like okay. never watch it while well, we're watching a godzilla movie again like he's like in his 60s
1: yeah and he's he's just like if i catch my grandson watching godzilla I'm kicking him out I'm never, you know, he, he's done. I'm cutting him out of my life, cutting him out of my will. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's not uh, like he's making money off of it.
0: But yeah, anyway, going back to the movie, I mean, it, they, they do have this robot and this this kind of first half of the movie, like the first 45 minutes. I mean, this is pretty much where the movie as far as like this movie plot, like all happens, like the, all the plot happens in this part and then you don't there's not it's pretty much just all action towards the end Mm because they're trying to get control of the robot and they're wanting to take revenge on uh for them practicing nuclear experiments at the time which was also based off of a real life event uh there was Mm a uh a, a nuclear test in alaska that was done that was protested by a greenpeace at the time and they uh this was kind of like based on like because they were doing underground detonations. So they were just there. That was kind of like their idea of doing it and seeing what the after effects were. Mm-hmm. Um, so many notable parts though, in this scene, uh, like afterwards. So like they get captured, they're put into a uh, shipping container um, right away. Like I said, this is a children's movie, but it's, it, there's a scene where there's like the getaway drivers and the uh, the uh, one of the bad guys are in the in the cab of the truck and it, it's like they have a bunch of naked women just
1: i, like, would, plaster, I plastered like full-on yeah. uncensored i was so surprised it was so weird it it's like soft like full breasts and everything behind them and i was like what when are, why is this air like in this chill because it is a children's movie like you know then it's made for children just, it's very
0: clearly a children. Like children yeah. are supposed to see this movie. But um, now
1: it's now it's now this franchise has violence and sex in it. Violence in movies, next? sex on TV. What uh, where where were those good old fashioned values? So sorry. I don't I don't I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I'm glad you don't. <laughs> but yeah, there's the part where they like try the like huh? Yeah, I do. Oh, th- thank you, thank you, you! Oh, a fellow Family Guy watcher. Yeah, uh-huh. but uh, it is pretty. It gets pretty violent where they try to pull them or like dump them out of the shipping container and everything. Like, there's some danger there.
0: Oh, like so me- they they do release Megalon, and Megalon does go on. And honestly, probably like the other most impressive part of this movie besides, uh, besides the set that I was mentioning before. For me, at least, is the uh, dam sequence that's there. Like, they build an entire mm-hmm. uh, scale model of a dam, and they actually have like Megalon in there crashing through it, and there's all this water flowing through. I was actually like, oh, like look real- yeah, I look good? That's Yeah, look good. Yeah. But there's a scene with like on the truck, the shipping container falls off of the truck, and and Megalon just sm- bats it out of the air and it goes flying and hits to the ground. And, and I'm like, and I they mentioned it in the video too, but I even thought I was like, they would have been dead. Like, like their bodies just smacking around like they're,
1: Yeah, no, it, it, it would be over for them, but in the Godzilla universe, they, that wouldn't happen. No, no, never. No, no. no.
0: Um, um, But another, and then the other notable scene is when they finally get back to the lab, like another, the other bad guy that's there, he's like, uh, the kid throws a model airplane into the guy's face and his face just like explodes with blood.
1: Yeah, absolutely insane. (laughs) Who thought this was a good idea?
0: And like, I just imagine like these like little kids watching, I'm just like, but this is like vi- uh, so violent already. Yeah,
1: yeah. I who who knows? I, I maybe kids were cheering in the audience. They probably were. I, I would have been. I mean, me too. Uh, but I'm sure some kid was scarred out there. But yeah, that happens. Uh, Jet Jaguar kind of like floats between like being a bad guy controlled by the bad guys and the good guys. Well,
0: what do you no. Yeah, he's he's full on controlled by the bad guys because they only have to tell him what to do and jet jaguar is kind of leading the charge for megalon like showing megalon where to go
1: yes yeah um and what do you think of jet jaguar's design and to me he looks he kind of looks like an asshole that's the only good way to put it. he looks like a jerk i don't know this giant grin um, on his face
0: <laughs> i like his face it's so yeah. unique looking it's the the body design is a little too kiddish for me but okay because i mean it literally just looks like a box of crayons or whatever like you'd see like something
1: like
0: it reminds me like like an outfit you would see like in like a spy kids movie like when they were drawing like those weird monsters or whatever yeah yeah like that's something i feel like i would see in that type of movie but um i i think jack jaguar looks good i i think he's a great looking character
1: Mm -hmm. okay okay well good thing because this this is his movie i i will say that i do think this movie is really focused on him oh i mean if it's any secret that this is
0: godzilla is the sidekick for this movie
1: yeah that that was when i left it that's that's one of those things the movie even ends on a note of like this is jet jaguar's story um And there's another thing because Jet Jaguar ends up notifying Godzilla and asks him for help. And it takes Godzilla so long after being told what to do to actually get into the plot of the movie.
0: Well, he's got to swim. Jet Jaguar could fly.
1: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I know that is what it is, but still. But Godzilla is obviously taking his time because I I do have this. And when he walks in, this this is the part that plays in my head. And I love it well oh. i wanted
0: before you get okay into, okay because yeah. we're gonna get there I, 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 I but i was gonna mention the other stuff before so like yeah when when jet jaguar is controlling it uh, being controlled i i do like the little scene it's just like a little miniature jet jaguar like flying and then <laughs> yeah. like this huge giant megalon is like right behind him yes and, yeah uh but they do eventually get control back of jet jaguar and there's like jet jaguar go to monster island and tell godzilla that something's up and yes boss he just like durr, durr. <laughs> yeah his roar actually sounds like Thank like you. that yeah, and perfect uh, but the there's one intro for godzilla coming up that i I know you wanted to talk about but the part that i wanted like his actual intro which i i thought was so funny because he when he appears his he's got his hands folded like underneath <laughs> his chin like just like that like 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 he's like studying a book or something like that yeah and i'm, yeah. I, and I'm just like that's so weird <laughs> just, no but, Seen I, Godzilla do that, but I, I thought that was so funny. Like, I that's why I say I sent you that picture. I'm just like, oh my
1: god. Yeah. No, um, I think that's what I keep thinking about this movie, and why my my enjoyment of it goes up is I really like Godzilla in this movie. He he's a total character. I, I actually really love his suit in this one. I think his suit is pretty on point in this one, and I he's such a personality. I really like him in this movie. People dog this suit
0: a lot really but uh, yeah they they can say he looks too much like a dog and his eyes are too big
1: maybe that's why i like it i don't know
0: (laughs) but i I, he's just got such expressions on his face like Mm -hmm. there's like scenes later where he does like an attack and it looks like he's literally smiling like
1: yeah like no he looks like he's like full of emotion you can tell when he's feeling something
0: (laughs) yeah that's no, that's good stuff. But yeah, he he yeah. warns Godzilla and Godzilla, like I said, you know, he's got his little paws like folded together. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh lets him know and Jet Jaguar goes back. And mm-hmm. they the the explanation they made, so he the, the older brother, like he's the one that made Jet Jaguar, but I guess he didn't program Jet Jaguar to grow big because Jet Jaguar is a complete robot, so he does everything that he's told to. But because there's a giant monster, Jet Jaguar can all of a sudden become like this sentient being that like just has free. This robot now has free will, Mm -hmm. and he grows. And this is in David Callet's book and the commentary and Bay Action Bill is that they uh, he grows by sheer
1: determination. Wow, what a legend. <laughs> yeah, I, I why can't I do that? <laughs> you don't want it enough. I guess so. I guess I got to try. See, that's all the short people out there that want to be tall. You just got to want it bad enough and then you can get, then you can grow yeah. tall.
0: Yeah. Don't let yeah. that song short people have no reason to live affect you. But no, yeah, it's it's just funny like that that's what they make up and then uh Jet Jaguar you know, holds his own against Megalon. I mean, it's, he doesn't need a whole lot of help and
1: no, uh, he, he does get beat up towards the end though. Once a guy shows up. So that's the other funny part is that guy
0: shows up because this underwater civilization supposedly knows how to contact evil alien ro monsters, secret underwater knowledge. Yeah. And so Guygan's back and told you he'd be back. He he came back not too long afterwards.
1: Yeah, right after. It must have been the suit was there and ready. No, that's actually a completely different suit. Really? Okay. They just liked him then. Guygan shows up and then Ch- Chagmar ends up on the ground and they're beating the crap out of him as Godzilla is just slowly making his way over. <laughs> I, I do like it though. Like they're like uh, Megalon would toss
0: jet jaguar in the air and you just hear like the beeping like, like
1: and then, like it's they,
0: they just, like smack them in the air while they're doing that
1: yeah i really like that um and, uh, and here's here's the moment that i was going to bring up earlier is godzilla strut in it is so good cuz jet jaguar is getting the crap out of him but all godzilla could do it looks like he's hyping up the crowd walking to like the ring he's like raising his hands dancing his way over very slowly. <laughs> It's awesome. I, I love. I love.
0: It. He's like, yeah. He's doing his little boxer shuffle like he's done before, and like he yeah. said, he's like, it's like a Rocky movie. He's just like, like, woo, like getting like
1: pump him up. Mm, Godzilla is here as, as as the match is going on,
0: and then all of us. Then after he does that, he breaks into like kung fu poses. He's like, <sighs>
1: like, like, so good. I love it. His fighting Godzilla. That more than ever, like I think it was on the last one, no, he kind of got no, he got kind of got the beat crap beat out of him in the last one, so no, here he is the definitive does not get the crap beat out of him winner like that he he comes in and he does his kung fu moves and just destroys at no
0: point did it ever seem like Godzilla was in danger. I mean, no. like guy Gan, you know, it's like like if you were watching as a kid, you were probably like thinking Godzilla's about to die on screen, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but you know this one it's very clear like I, you know I think they toned down the violence just a tad but they did reuse Godzilla's course, arm, yeah. arm getting like split open by gaigan and then mm-hmm. uh they did reuse uh Godzilla getting knocked over and shooting gaigan out of the air with his uh atomic mm-hmm. breath but uh so many like there's so many like little funny moments in this fight yeah. that, that i lo- like there's a scene where Gygan has Jet Jaguar in like a headlock and he's just pointing his hook like he's like he's holding Jet Jaguar hostage for Godzilla.
1: <laughs> that is such a funny visual. <laughs> or um Godzilla does his tail slide into a kick at the end of this fight. And uh, he does oh, it, it.
0: You got it. I was gonna hype that one up a lot more. Oh yeah. go
1: for it. No, hype it up even more because it, it it rocks. It's it this so the other
0: the one with Hidora works was mm-hmm. um that that was probably like a really infamous scene at the yes. time like you know Godzilla flying literally flying in the sky and then mm. this one it's this one I think is the other one that I see so many gifts for I mean mm-hmm. it's Godzilla like commanding Jet Jaguar to hold that Megalon mm-hmm. and Godzilla like stomps backwards like really fast and he gets a running start and then slides on his tail like he is in a t formation with his tail being at the bottom with his feet going forward and then it's so funny like he he hits he hits Megalon with his feet and he's almost holding up his claws. Like the number two, like, number I know, two, like... I'm going
1: for round two because <laughs> at first <laughs> I thought he was doing the peace sign, which I also thought was really weird, but no, he was saying number two <laughs>
0: and they, they redo the same part again. And it's just like, it was yeah. so good. Like they knew they had to show it again.
1: Hey, I was for it. <laughs> uh Another scene
0: too was, uh, I, I there's a, uh, Like uh, Megalon has like these grenade type of things that cause these explosions. Mm. Um, There's a scene where, like, there's one that like lands right next to Godzilla, and then Chet Jaguar picks it up and throws it like a grenade, and (laughs) like a
1: a war movie. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
0: and and, uh, they get and then Godzilla and Chet Jaguar get caught in a ring of fire. Like Chet Jaguar flies Godzilla out.
1: Yeah. No. it, it's it's really a sight to behold it is awesome it seriously like i thought for sure this was one you would have seen as a kid or if you were a kid and watched it you would have really enjoyed it because it reminded me of a wrestling match it reminded me of like a tag team wrestling match because like jet jaguar like pins him down jet jaguar like holds him by the back he's like hit him you know it, it's it feels it's good it's fun
0: and if you want to believe something this this fight scene was actually supposed to be a lot more goofier really uprising. wow uh like there was supposed to be uh when they when gods when jet jaguar like comes and interrupts like tells godzilla like to come to help out mm-hmm. apparently godzilla was like working out and there's like still images of godzilla like doing like pull-ups and oh my
1: god you know, yeah like ex- exor- exercising <laughs> and i've always wanted to know what his regiment was
0: <laughs> yeah and then there's another one apparently where he's like has a tree branch and he's like swinging it around like pretending he's a samurai.
1: Oh, and... come on. No, that's that's too good. <laughs> samurai Godzilla that rocks.
0: And and he takes like a uh, like an electrical pole and puts it in his mouth like a toothpick.
1: <laughs> All right. No, we're taking it too far.
0: I, I, that's 100 percent legit that's what they're that's what they're oh, going yeah. for oh that's and, funny
1: i like that but yeah it's
0: but yeah they 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 kick their asses they kick again and megalon's asses yeah Yeah. and both of them are just like i don't want none of that and like even like the seatopian people are like all right fine <laughs> <laughs> it's over it's over we're going away and they, yeah. they bury themselves back again and the, Uh, and then of course they're friends now and Godzilla and Jet Jaguar have a great handshake together
1: another great moment just both of them shaking hands like yeah good job buddy like Godzilla
0: is like now mentally cognizant that he is doing a handshake (laughs) and just like and he's almost like doing like these little roars like "Eh, eh." like he's like uh-huh. like talking to him
1: yeah and i mean it, godzilla the characters come such a long way from the the original 50s movie like if if i had only seen that one and then hop to this one i'd be like what did they do like i they don't even see like comparable characters at this point
0: so i mean you could kind of see where like as a kid so i would watch something like hedora or uh godzilla versus king kong or whatever and then i and then like because the original uh godzilla movie was like one of the last ones i saw and it's like mm-hmm. can you imagine like watching all that and then you go and watch that one which again like almost master like masterpiece yeah. like well, one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time but mm-hmm. like i like wait this is not godzilla like
1: <laughs> this is not my godzilla <laughs> Yeah, this is no, way start, too serious. Yeah, because it is like that one and its sequel are probably one of the few like serious leaning movies. They they, they, sure. they they start to get a little more sillier. I mean, I think watching them all in a row has given me a good perspective of how it it's, it is a gradual experience. To oh yeah. Think.
0: I mean it's it's total roller coaster. Like you can just see the ascent of like, yes, just, like yeah.
1: comedy. Funny, 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 funny. Like. <laughs> yeah, and now Now we're here. Look at us. We're here. Yeah. And
0: if, like you said before, if this song, if this movie didn't, still you're not convinced is a Jet Jaguar movie, that the movie ends with a Jet Jaguar theme song, with like they're walking into the sunset.
1: Jet Jaguar. It's good. I'm going to play it for this episode. So. Punch, punch, punch. Yeah. And I mean,. I think there was something that kind of irked me about that after the movie ended. (laughs) I really did. I was like, Oh man, this isn't even a Godzilla movie. It doesn't even feel like it's jet Jaguars movie. And you know what?
0: Mm -hmm. Never hear from jet Jaguar again until.
1: Oh really? I thought we, I thought he was like for the next few. No, you don't see jet Jaguar again until 2021. Holy crap. So if we recorded this a little bit earlier, <laughs> we could have been like, oh yeah, we've never seen heard from him again.
0: No, probably not. No. Wild. And uh yeah, you don't don't really see him in any other movies, unfortunately. But hmm. um uh I which is a shame. I think he could could have gotten a lot more mo- I think he could have gotten his own standalone movie.
1: I, I could have sworn in my mind that he did like he was a bigger character. Well, there's
0: a reason with that. So we're getting into the end. So we've talked about the movie. What mm. about afterwards? How mm. did this stack? Well, Nathan, this is the worst performing Godzilla movie at the time. I it wonder is, why. <laughs> it is uh, rock bottom. Like every Every Godzilla movie up to this point has sold at least a million tickets. Yeah, and this one didn't even do that. Did not do it, no. It is uh, totally underperformed at the box office. Um, Did not even, and Japan, it was very disappointing because at the time, the the whole, they went so hard into let's make this like the TV shows is that the Japanese sentiment at the time was, well, why am I going to the movie theater when I could just watch the same type of show at home?
1: yeah exactly you weren't convincing them i I get that why why model yourself off a tv
0: well you know it'd be like you know going to watch like an episode of a tv show at at a theater like we kind of talked about before joking yes but it's like it's like well why would anyone do that when you could just i mean like you know when you go to the movies you want to see something exceptional like that like stuff that you wouldn't see on a tv but Mm -hmm. um that's kind of like the sentiment of the time. It just very much underperformed was very rarely talked about. And like I said, they were they were just kind of like, they went so far into cutting the quality out of a movie and trying to be economical. It, it, it suffered because of that. And because mm. I mean, even guy again, it didn't make sell as many tickets as its predecessor, but because it was made so cheap, it, it was considered a success. And this one, it's like, it was made cheap. And it still didn't even hit the number that they wanted to hit. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's 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 depressing. No wonder we're getting towards towards the end of this. Yeah, you can kind of see you can kind of see the the petering out a
0: little bit. And uh, Mm. um, but I will say this. So um, this movie kind of had a second life over in America this movie was actually a lot more successful in america than it was in japan
1: is that where the poster comes from that i've seen so many times the the monsters on top of the twin towers
0: yeah so the other thing they had in the commentary was they actually interviewed one of the american producers of cinema share which is the Mm -hmm. one that released godzilla theatrically in america and it's very famously uh Godzilla and Megalon fighting on top of the World Trade Center, which does
1: not happen
0: in the movie. No, they don't even make it to that same continent. So no. Uh, but at the time, if they they pretty much asked the guy point blank, um, "Is this you trying to steal some thunder from King Kong?" Like, do you know, dealer? Because this movie came out in 1976, so. Okay. It was after, you know, it was three years after um, it came out in Japan. So there's like, is this you trying to steal some thunder from that the King Kong remake? He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> um, and they said, um, and for box office wise, it actually did. They were very pleased with the numbers that they hit, and uh, it had made about roughly about five million in america which is actually good at the time mm. for for a movie that they didn't you know have to pay any production cost to and, you know i'm sure they would probably yeah. just have to pay for the rights to show it in america so they they probably made a really good profit on that
1: yeah for sure um, like that that's a great yeah and uh
0: so let's get into some fun stuff though okay I, how did they promote
1: this movie oh boy the, they were at the local car wash <laughs> handing out quarters with the name of the movie on it some dumb crap I'm sure Um,
0: now there's there was some fun I mean like there was some like actual like promotion like they had they had some like they had like a Godzilla footprint like in front of Madison Square Garden okay Uh, I like that uh, and also too they were driving cars around with cardboard cutouts of Godzilla and Megalon on them Okay, but here's the wacky part about it and so um at the time this was during the uh presidential election the one that jimmy carter okay and uh, ended, ended up winning but they were actually at, near the uh democratic national convention and, and they're they were right they hadn't chosen that so they were handing out buttons and posters that would say godzilla for president
1: awesome <laughs>
0: and handing them out to kids balloons um there's mm-hmm they had a guy in a Godzilla costume that the day action bills show that looked awful. It was just like a really, a really crappy looking Godzilla costume that didn't look, it was just like a cheapo dinosaur costume. Um, and then, uh, when Jimmy Carter was announced as the presidential candidate for the democratic party, they, uh, on the floor of the, they had a uh, bikini women in bikinis chanting a uh, Godzilla for vice president.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did Jimmy, did Jimmy run with the.
0: Uh, yeah. That's. Godzilla. You don't remember when Godzilla one was vice president for a while. I,
1: I don't really follow politics, but uh, I I would vote for him. That's why he had such a big break,
0: you know, but. That's why there wasn't any movies made. He was like during his like political Uh, career.
1: Oh, and yeah, that makes sense. Nineteen eighty-five. You know, it was a few years after. It was his big comeback. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Some uh, other
0: things too. uh, There was played on uh, in America about twenty-two hundred screens. Um, That's another fact. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Um, This movie had actually a pretty. High uh, viewership turnout for the uh, television premiere a year later, gotcha, uh, 1977, which was hosted by John Belushi. <laughs> well, I, I feel like that's a good pick. John Belushi in a Godzilla costume, which if you go back, like I was looking, like he does play like Godzilla and and like a couple of SNL skits.
1: Okay, got you. I guess he played that baseball samurai guy as well. He's just doing all things Japan.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, totally. You know, people know John Belushi for his sensitivity.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I th- I know I do. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but
0: um, and then the last fact is like the next two movies that are in the Godzilla series. Um, This one actually did the better of the three. Really? So, wow. Yeah. Okay. So definitely a, a hit in America, but unfortunately not really looked uh, favorably upon in Japan at the time. So, um, and you know, they even were telling like, other stories about uh, like just how big, like for kids Godzilla was mm-hmm. um, at the time for, and even in America, like uh, another story they shared was about June Fukuda was like on an airplane and he was talking to like a boy and his father and he had very mm-hmm. limited English, and they, you know, he said he was a director, and they're like, "Oh, uh, what movies have you directed?" And you know, in his very limited vocabulary, he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, Godzilla," and he's like, the kids, like, eyes would like light <laughs> up, and like, "Like oh, Godzilla," and like pulled out like these Godzilla like uh, trading cards, and like, "Oh my god," what? and like, and just, and I'm like, God, I wish that kid was me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah uh, i i bet uh no that's uh, that's actually awesome that is absolutely insane could you imagine that that's like meeting christopher nolan i please uh can i can i meet him or i guess the better joke would be quentin tarantino
0: i'd be like me meeting martin scorsese oh yeah and i'd be and i'd probably be
1: watching a marvel movie on the plane or something uh. if I was sitting next to him yeah right are you watching shang chi are you serious but then you're like no please sign my silence trading card (laughs) (laughs) i love boxcar birth i swear you know what we'll cover it one day on the podcast but yeah that's that's kind of what it is
0: uh i had a great time watching it like i said i it's probably upper tier movie for me like at this point i know that's I, i mean in Terms like the the Godzilla sequels, like of ones I would rewatch again, like I said, I rewatched it in full like the next day and I I was still having a good time rewatching it. So yeah. um, I, I, I give this one, I would give this one a pretty big recommend. I mean, and knowing if you're a big Godzilla fan, if you're looking for something a little more meat on the bone, but in terms of story. Can't say I would recommend it that much. I mean, but if you're looking just for a good time with giant monsters, I mean, you really can't go wrong.
1: No, this one was fun. I think on terms of an enjoyment level, I say check it out. It, it's it's a good time. I, I I'd recommend it as well. Um, I definitely had issues with it, but I think overall, just the tone and silliness of it, it kind of ma- kind of nullifies those negatives and makes it an all around just good time. That's right. That's that's my opinion. I'd like. I- yeah you can criticize this movie
0: there's plenty there to do but Mm -hmm. did i have a good time did i enjoy myself yeah and that that's a that's a that's a good movie in my book Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah those are what i like to talk about here
0: i'll i'll watch uh the movie stalker tomorrow
1: (laughs) um you've been pushing off uh uh god why am i forgetting his name you, you've, been, you've been pushing off the major foreign auteurs for a long time. No Bergman, no Tartofsky. There there it is. Uh, none no. of that. Yeah.
0: But mm. we'll do a Tartofsky week. That'll be a fun time.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. I'll definitely <laughs> catch up on sleep that week. Well,
0: I think that's going to be it for now. Uh, it's getting really close to the end, though, Nathan. I mean, there's I literally... there's literally two movies left and it's and i'm just giving you guys a preview right now before we go i mean i i what i would really like to happen is to stretch it out a little bit longer so we might put the other the last two movies on hold just for a couple months just to maybe watch another movie or two just to kind of fill in the gap a little bit
1: sounds good i'm not ready for the end that is the end of uh an era both the show uh and on the show so uh, the show uh
0: i think that's gonna do it for now nathan mm-hmm. like i said it's uh it was a fun time but we're gonna go back to our regularly scheduled programming so what are we gonna be talking about on
1: tuesday all right on tuesday we're gonna be taking it back a little bit we're gonna go way back into the past we're gonna be doing <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> we're going to take you back to the past i don't know if this is going to suck or anything but we are going to talk about angels with dirty faces um and that is you can find that easily accessible on the internet Perfect.
0: sounds good um mm-hmm. uh, if you have any thoughts, opinions of the podcast or anything you'd like to tell us, tell us you don't like us. Why not? Send us an email over to driveindoublefeaturepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at pod, And once again, don't forget to check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash driveindoublefeaturepodcast. But until next time. Until next time.